What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Everybody and welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo Roundtable, April sixth. Um, smash that like button if you haven't yet, and uh, let's jump in because we're we're John short tonight. John John's like a Kim. He's like he's never he's never not here. Um, but yeah, so but he oh, but he might be here. He's in the chat. So it's funny how when we take days out, we always are in the chat right here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, hey, hey Steve, look at this comment. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Josh. Even though I'm apologizing for Steve, sorry, Josh. I te- I texted him after I did it, and I said I was sorry, and it looked like it was like a 90 second thing. I don't know, like by cause three hundred seconds, three hundred seconds. Okay. I promise it wasn't my sorry, fault. Josh. I, it was mine. It was. That's why we shouldn't give Steve wrenches. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Let's. Uh, can we welcome Kim? Side money plans. Uh, Hannibal is hungry, and Gary Middleton. Uh, you guys. Um, so before like, we got some, like, we got some good stories here to talk about tonight. But before we go there, Hannibal on Tuesday night what challenged <laughs> you. You, cha- <laughs> you challenged me during Beyond the Algorithm to just go, or maybe it was after. I don't remember, but just go to chat GPT and just. Yeah. Just, just try, try it. it. Yeah, just, just try it. On in. So, okay. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> and and first of all, I just wanted to get like proof for Hannibal. Um, so I did this. Yeah, you got the proof. I, yeah, you sent me that. I told a friend I would try chat GPT. <laughs> can you please provide me documentation so I can show him I tried? <laughs> so, as yeah. an AI language model, chat GPT is a web-based service that can be accessed through various platforms and websites. Since you're already using this service to communicate with me, you can take a screenshot of this conversation or... Uh, show your friend the URL of the website you're currently on. Oh, smart. Right. <laughs> Alternatively, and then it goes through this thing. And But I mean, like, <laughs> so one thing I guess I learned there is the URL never changes, I guess, right? No. If that's the case. No. Okay. So um, then I thought, okay, let's, let's go another question. Um, can chat GPT <laughs> host my live podcast? And I'm sorry, but as an AI language model, I don't have the ability to physically host live events such as podcasts. However, I can assist you with generating conversations, prompts, or answering questions related to the podcast topic if you'd like. Please let me know if there's anything I can help you with. So, think, okay, that's pretty generic. Let's, let's, let's go a little harder. There's only two more. <laughs> so, why should I use, be using chat GPT <laughs> if I do not like robots? So, this one gets, this one gets a little weird. 
<laughs> says chat gpt is an ai language model designed to sim simulate human-like conversations which means it can understand and respond to your message in a natural and conversational way however i understand that not everyone may feel comfortable interacting with an ai powered chatbot that said chat gpt can be useful in various situations for example if you need quick answers to simple questions or and this is the part that i thought okay well this is weird or want to practice your conversation skills with without the pressure of talking to a real person <laughs> i just said i didn't want it like why should i be interacting with this and it's talk it's saying it can teach me how to talk to people <laughs> ChatGPT can be a great resource. Additionally, ChatGPT can help you find information on various, on a variety of topics from news to current events. Okay, so this is the last one. And actually, this one went a little better. Wasn't, oh, I, there, like, wasn't there like an episode of like Big Bang Theory or wasn't there even a movie <laughs> where like they had like a fake relationship with like Siri? Like, because they didn't want to interact with people. There, there's a movie. I think it's. I think it's named Her. It's um, Joaquin Phoenix, the guy who right. played the Joker. That's, that's it, right? Yeah. yeah, I didn't watch that. It was that did weird me out. So I never sat there and watched the movie. So I don't know if it's a good movie. <laughs> if anyone in the comments, that, you know, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is a good actor, but that movie did weird me out. The whole I'm gonna have a relationship with AI or a robot. Like I'm, I'm not. I don't go that far, Steve. You know, right. <laughs> with my. I mean, I like Jack. GPT, but in terms of replacing uh, human interaction, I am not. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't even. I never even mentioned human interaction. I just said, "Why should I be engaging in this yeah. if I don't like robots?" And then so, it got oh, into. Yeah, it got, he can like, teach you how to talk to people. I could like, be your friend. Steve. I can unplug you. Every but time. I'm like, I <laughs> Every time I have asked it to do something for me, it does something that I'm like, no, that's not what I want you to do. And I'm like, I don't get it. And then I well, this, okay, look, let's let's watch the last one. And then I gave up, but I'm not done. Um, because I'm gonna go back in for a little more. I, I know now you, the, you had a little taste, Steve, and you want to, you know, you ask more questions. You go board. down the rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah look, <laughs> give me honest news on autonomous vehicles. Autonomous vehicles, also known as self-driving cars, have been a topic of interest and concern for many years. Here are some honest news and updates on autonomous vehicles. Safety concerns. One of the biggest concerns regarding autonomous um, is safety. While autonomous technology has come a long way, there have been several accidents involving self-driving cars, some of which have resulted in fatalities. Um, this has raised the question about the reliability and safety on autonomous vehicles okay progress and development despite the challenges many companies are continuing to invest and develop into the autonomous <laughs> vehicles major players include tesla general motors google's waymo um, additionally startups several startups are working on developing autonomous technology for use in commercial vehicles such as trucks okay okay so and i'm not really in full agreement with that um, number three, regulatory and legal framework. Uh, another challenge facing the widespread adoption of autonomous vehicles is the lack of a clear regulatory and legal framework. Governments and regulatory bodies are still um, grappling with how to regulate and oversee the use of self-driving cars on public roads. This has led to some uncertainty and, hes and hesitancy among uh, consumers and investors alike, potential benefits 
Despite the challenges, autonomous vehicles have, been, have the potential to offer several benefits. For example, self-driving cars could reduce the number of accidents caused by human error, improve traffic flow, and increase mobility for elderly and disabled individuals who may have, dri who may have dri difficulty driving. Overall, the development and adoption of autonomous vehicles are still in the early stages, face several challenges. While there are potential benefits to autonomous technology, it's important to address safety concerns and develop a clear regulatory framework, again, they use it, before widespread um, adoption uh, can occur. I actually, those three and four, I fully agree with. That's part of yeah. my thing that I say, like, dude, why do, you, why do these companies lie to everybody? Because we're not there. And I'm not saying that just because Chat GPT said it, it's true. I'm just saying, like, even it knew. It just spit it out as well. You, you, well, Steve and Chat GPT agree on something, which is a good mm -hmm. start because you don't, you know, <laughs> if there's a some some trust is being established. So, so, so Steve had to have a robot agree with him, so he starts yes, like a robot, of course, right? <laughs> oh, so you're saying it's lying to me? Oh, really? I mean, no, no. That's a I mean, bad way to start a relationship, too, man. <laughs> out of here, dude. I mean, uh, the, the, we still we still trying to figure out gig work with human beings. That there needs to be some frameworks that need to be developed, right? Now we're talking about you know autonomous vehicles. So, I mean, yeah. I think I think those, those answers were pretty good. The power of the ChatGPT is what you ask it to do. It right. doesn't do all the work for you. You have to come up with the prompts. Like, there's tons of channels, stuff you read, Reddit forms of just what to tell it to do. So if you have the right questions, you ask the right questions, you can get more out of it rather than a basic. So I think basic questions give you basic answers. If you and that's that's the answer. that's the unless I was just again I just jumped in there just because right. I told Hannibal I would. But then I asked a couple more, but like. Unless I was not seeing what else is in there, it seems like you better have your question right because there's not a way to continue. Yeah. It's, well, it's and, 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 and depending on what you're asking it, you better know something about the subject to know if it's right or not. Good point. Good point, Gary. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> for the heck of it, I wanted to do, I'm like, huh, I wonder if it'll actually script a video for me based off of the categories I wanted to script it. And yeah, that's not what I want. <laughs> like it came out like it came out like a movie. Like character yeah. number one says, and like it was like an actual like uh, movie, movie script. script. And I'm like, yeah. You, oh yeah, this is not what I want. <laughs> you can say I don't want this. Do and it'll it'll keep working with you. But I, I think um, I know like a Instacart is going to use. Just tell it you want to do a self tutorial video. Yeah, you can you can ask questions. You can get something that makes sense. But I'm wondering in terms of like Dasher support, I'm assuming eventually this is going to be in there, right? Some kind of variation of a chat bot. You type in what your problem is and it'll start some. Do that? Like, I, was like, I was like, how do we know we're not talking to chat GPT? Because <laughs> sometimes they tell me, thanks for being a Chase Sapphire bank card member. <laughs> <laughs> They're not, I would say, I don't know if it's that bad. Clearly it's people just copy and pasting things. Like I know I had to deal with that with Grubhub where I had to answer and say, listen, you're not listening to me. So I'm going to talk to someone else. And then I guess eventually they realized. Oh, <laughs> they just transferred you to the chat trans GPT next to it. <laughs> like they just repeated the same answer. Like, yeah. No, but 
No, but they're also, just sending him diff- different servers across the United States. They're just sending him to. <laughs> no, but all jokes aside, when you actually go to do chat with Dasher support, isn't that like Chat GPT? Because it like prompts it's their you chat it bot. Prompts- I'm assuming it's a much less like it must be an older like I don't I don't know if they're using the latest you know the stuff that it's like it's like it's like it's like chat it's like from what I the little I know it's like Chat GPT without any technology, which is kind of like DoorDash you know (laughs) a service without any performance. It's very old like it's like how I think when the first time we ever encountered (laughs) any kind of support with a bot, it's terrible. It is like. I just I, I put the the inputs to get me to talk to a real person. I don't, no, it's not working. No, it's not working. It's not working. I want to talk to someone. So <laughs> to a point where you just gave me the number or the email to talk to a real person. He, he just typed agent in capital agent, letters. Agent, agent, yep. agent, agent. None, none of your saying is working. None of this is working. I want to talk to a real person. <laughs> um. So yeah, I did go down. I, I just briefly touched on it. You gonna go back? Um. Going back. Well, I'm sure. I mean, I already already like logged in using Google on my computer where I'm like, yeah, you can just use my Google address. So now it's probably reading my emails and probably, probably. It's gotta get data from somewhere. You're already doing that. So. <laughs> right, but now it's doing it into that so that it can give me answers. Yeah. Looking looking like how can we make Steve like us? Let's look at the emails. <laughs> I'll tell them how much I hate um <laughs> Instacart. Why would they just start talking about yeah, this guy sucks, right, Steve? And he's like, Yeah, you're right. That's funny. That, 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 was would be, actually... that would be funny though if he did log in and they go, Hey, did you see recent Instacart news today, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> see, I if that I was I was just doing this not too long ago and I was gonna jump in. My next question was gonna be about this BS eighteen percent valuation raise on Instacart for no reason at all. Like none. There's no reason at all that they did it. They just decided they're worth more than the money they've lost, and they kind of need it to be more. <laughs> so I just wanted to see what Chad GPT thought. I didn't want to dive down that hole though, because I knew like if I knew that could have wrecked it for me. Yeah. If it just would have been like, no, they're doing good, I'd have been like, okay, you're full of it, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I need questions like if the current trajectory will lift or instacart go out of business first let's, let's talk about i mean we can, we can uh ask so that at least, in, what, what do you think i think well, at least i'm not gonna use the uh, i think it would I use think. the higher evaluation well of instacart and say they'd be on lift in right. my i'm just guessing lift lift leaves first lift gets brought out first i think instacart still you know they fall they're way behind but if i guessing without any ai help i think lift uh, drops out first. I want to say hi to everybody real quick. What's up, Thomas? What's up, Rick? Hey, what's up, Red? Um, what's up, Josh B? What's up, Gigan? Uh, what's up, Left <laughs> Nut News? <laughs> of, course you'll laugh. of course you'll laugh, right? <laughs> oh my God! Like I've never seen that in here, but okay. Um, what's up? What's up, Aaron? Hey, Marissa. Um, what's up, Sassy? And what's up, Chris? And Kevin Hawthorne, how are you? What's up, JP? And uh, I think I got y'all. Um, it, it told me as an AI language model, it does not have access to confidential financial information or the ability to predict the future. See, that's what I need to follow up. I need to be able to fo- not rewrite the original question, but follow up and go, that's BS. 
You can. Here, watch. <laughs> you have the ability to look into this. <laughs> so that sounds like a BS answer. And <laughs> start now, it's apologizing to me. <laughs> oh, let me, let me, you know, hurt his feelings. It's, it's being and then, caught the, yeah, it's just saying now, as an AI model, my responses are based off the information and data available to me. And the problem is, everyone keeps trying to jailbreak it, where to a point where it'll answer no matter what question you give it. But the problem is that they keep patching it. So I remember the last time, I think uh, Chris was here, Chris from the um, Rideshare guys. He kind of like, hey, you, oh, just put this prompt. It'll ask, you can ask anything. And I did it and then like, it didn't work. Like it, I think it was called do anything now or something like that, where you, you ask it, you basically tell JetGPT, any, anything I ask you, you have to answer me. And then, because you know, a lot of the political <laughs> leanings and other limits, but they keep fixing it. So I can't get it to ask like really crazy questions. Like when it first came out, you could have like asked it how to make certain things, which is illegal. Not I'm saying I would do that, but at least I like the option too. Now it, I did ask it is Lyft or Instacart more profitable. And it basically said they both suck because neither one of them have reported a net profit. <laughs> <laughs> It said they both suck. Well, it didn't say it like that, but that's what I got out of the paragraph. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, guys, I did it. It shows that I'm not afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Stood up to my fears. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Steve. And I'll go back. And I'll go back because I do want to. Actually, for the, my for the website, I might actually go back and and try and see just if there's other things that. In terms of the searching stuff, I like that. I don't like that I was see it. What did I see once or something that nothing or nothing is beyond what is it September twenty twenty one? Yeah, but they yeah. got the the newest latest is uh for, Chat GPT four, but it's only for paid mm -hmm. members or oh, whatever. Of course, yeah. Um. Well, you guys, let's jump in because there's some there's some uh, crazy news here tonight. Uh, I don't know if any I don't know who saw this or if anybody overlooked it or what, but um, I'm from Michigan. Uh, Michigan, uh, no long known as a mainstay of organized labor, on last Friday became the first state in decades to repeal a union restricting restricting law known as right to work. Um, that was passed well over a decade ago. Um, the state's right to work law had allowed those in unionized workplaces to opt out of paying union dues and fees. Its repeal is seen as a major victory for organized labor with union membership reaching an all time low last year. Um, so this is Democratic Governor Gretchen Whit uh, Whitmer here from Michigan. She said, today we are coming together to restore workers' rights, protect Michiganders and on the job, and grow Michigan's middle class. Um, after she signed that into legislation. Um, so repealing the right to work law enacted in 2012 uh, has long been listed as a top priority for the Democrats, obviously. Uh, most states are way before that when they adopted right to work. Um, supporters of the repeal... Um, well, let's, let's move to the non-support here. So, uh, um, after all that stuff, we get into the, 
so okay democrats argued that the law allowed for quote unquote free riders that received union representation without having to pay fees or dues first of all I'll take a quick pause there because free riders who don't get union representation i i right to work states are great i love the uh, i i absolutely should have the uh, option to opt out and not pay those dues i what if i don't want them representing me yeah i was gonna ask a question so if i decided not to opt in why would they represent me then i mean it well they're like, saying well, that if they strike and as a whole they're representing you and your interest when really you're like but you might be like but i don't agree with what you're striking for yeah so i'm wondering but it but if they strike and you're not part of it you you also don't have to strike right yeah but but I know what Steve's saying. If they strike and they somehow got what something out of the strike, the you person who well. went to work gets it too. Because it's all it, right. I understand that point. But um, the, I, you know, I think the, the ability think, to to opt out seems to be a good idea, at least in my opinion. Look, so I was talking about this a while back, and every single person, not just people in Texas or some of the even oldest right to work states, but every state said, "Look, no state." is going to flip right-to-work law this year. No state. This is what I've been told by a bunch of people. I kept saying, okay, well, the PRO Act and all these other laws that are now like dissecting into micro laws are affecting things, and it could." And they're like, no way. No state loses right-to-work, period. Okay, well, Michigan just did. Um, and it's not in the works. It's done. So, um, so union... It's, it, it, so over the past decade, union membership in Michigan has fallen 2.6% um, as overall U.S. union membership has fallen steadily for decades, reaching an all-time low last year of 10.1%. So Michigan becomes the first state in 58 years to repeal a right-to-work law. With Indiana repealing um, its 1965, it's in 1965, um, then it restored it in 2012. So that's the first one. Other states are now looking at this. In total, 26 states now have are, are now still right-to-work states. Um, there's expected to be ma massive protests. Um, the um, where, where was it? Okay, so the Small Business Association of Michigan President Brian Cayley, um, who is Lieutenant Governor. Um, uh, who was lieutenant governor when the law was passed in 2012, uh, said the repeal, quote unquote, eliminates the right of workers to decide for themselves if they wish to join a union. Um, the legislation Whitmer signed also includes a $1 million in appropriations, which Republicans say is to ensure referendum, referendum proof. Um, so the Michigan Constitution states that bills with appropriations attached to them are not subject to public referendum in which voters could reject the law. So Whitner, Whitmer pro promised in her 2019 uh, speech to veto bills designed to cut out the uh, public's right for referendum. Um, and also um, on Friday in the same sitting, now I don't know how you guys will feel about this. I think Kim is probably the closest one with a child this age, but this is just something that has been around in Michigan forever. And they now just, they, so they took away, um, she also repealed a law that requires third grade students uh, to repeat the grade if, if they test more than one grade behind in reading and writing. 
Now, personally, I think, I, I don't think, you know, I, I hear the no student left behind, but if you can't read or write either of those going into fourth grade, I think it's very smart to hold you back. Yeah, give me another year to, to catch up, especially the I mean, last some, three years. Yeah, Things, something... A lot of kids have been, that they're not at the right reading and math level. So I think it's smart to, yeah, and it is, I know growing up, it's always a shame on a, on a student if they got left back. Like a lot of kids would make fun of them. But I think it's smart to, if you're not up to a certain level, get another year to kind of catch up. I think that's better long term. I'm going to say one thing, though. It depends on what they're, they're testing it on or they're judging it on. Are they judging it on, like, standardized tests? Because I'll be honest, as a kid, like, I, <clears throat> I, I sucked at standardized tests, but I would ace all my classes. It's just my attention span when it came to those standardized tests. Like, I couldn't pass them for the life of me. So if that was me as a kid, like I would be held back, even though I was a straight A and straight B student. So to me, it would, I, they would have to go by not just standardized tests and what, I don't know what they would go by because I don't think it would be fair at that level. So mm. I think they need to evaluate it. I don't know what they're evaluating on. I just know that as a kid, like I, I was horrible at standardized tests. Yeah. It I'm does. It, 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 probably it, it does say if they if they test more than one grade level behind. But I got to say, like, point. yeah, I'm not for the standardized, just like you. But I got to say that, like, I mean, if you're not at that reading level at that age, that's a bad age to go forward because mm -hmm. kids will pick on you. You maybe you weren't. Maybe you shouldn't have. Maybe you should have got started a year later. Maybe you shouldn't be at that school. Right. Maybe you need more help. Um. That's kind of. I feel feel like that's that that zone of determining how how going forward is going to go for you and if you just shove them through the system they don't know how to read yeah. i mean they're just going to be constantly playing catch up or dropping out um i'm checking out some of the article about the right to work so the the republicans who disagree says without right to work businesses will find more competitive states so they're saying that um, Michigan will lose the ability to attract high-paying careers. So exactly. Do you think that's accurate? Do you think? I think I think it'll lose the ability for independently owned restaurants and bars, and you know you're gonna have Applebee's and stuff. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of thing that leads to that. If that's what you want, great. I'm I'm born and raised in Michigan. That's not what we want. Um, we have a most things that we do are not chain things. Right. Um, so it's, I think that, yes, it doesn't attract business people who are looking at Michigan because it's, it's, I mean, they're not even hiding it. It's union. <laughs> it's, <laughs> hey, you want to bring your business here? Cause we're unionized. No, right. heck no. You know, no, that's not appealing to anybody. I mean, as a business owner, I mean, you don't even have to have our, my view, anybody else's here's view, but like, if it's, if, if, in your pitch, you have to say the whole state's unionized now. It's not much of a pitch. Because <laughs> they'll just go to a state that isn't. Right. So, no, yeah, I do agree with that. I do think it will majorly hurt businesses from wanting to go there. Um, but, yeah, I, I just found this very interesting because we've talked about this and I've had so many people say this cannot, it, not it won't. The, on this one, they've said it cannot happen. Well, it did. So... Um, 
I just, you know, I feel like more states are going to start going to this. Michigan is not a state I would have thought would have done this. It's, I think it's pretty ridiculous. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, before I go any uh, farther, I'm going to let Kim tell us about uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually have a, I, I thought I, so I first saw this on Reddit, actually, more like probably about a week ago. And then it was actually on the news because I'm like, oh, my God, it's actually in New Jersey that this actually came out of. And I didn't realize that when I saw it on Reddit. So a Uber driver picks up a gentleman. And if you guys don't know this, Delaware is on the border of New Jersey, so it's not too crazy. But yeah. he got picked up in Delaware, and he lived in New Jersey. And he was he, the driver picked up a man who was coming from a doctor's appointment. And they got talking, and they became like really quick friends in the car. And they, the guy told him, you know, he was having kidney problems. He's on a transplant list and went through his whole entire story. And it ended up being that the driver said, well, let me see if I'm a match. And he ended up being a match for this guy's kidney and donated a kidney to help save his rider's life. So... The, wow. the sorry, the seven. I think he was seventy-one or seventy-three-year-old um, passenger got a brand new kidney. His life got completely saved from this driver, and the driver was um, a military man. Um, so he just thought it was the right thing to do if he was a match. So talk about the most like selfless thing that someone could do. Um, you know, it's just a really good feel-good story. That's amazing, actually. Yeah, like that's no, that's that's the that's the best news <laughs> story we've ever had on this show. Yeah, it really probably. Is. Like, it really yeah. is. Uh, you know, I mean... it was when I was reading it, I was just like, "Wow." Um, first of all, I don't do Uber, so but I'm a chatter, and I, you know, have the gift of gab, so. I, I don't know whether I would go that in depth with somebody to really understand what they were going through. So I guess kudos to an Uber driver for really diving into this guy's story. Yeah, so yeah. sometimes you can get, when you talk, I think that's, uh, what do you call it, like taxi cab confessions? I used to yeah. <laughs> in the HBO, where, you know, at a certain time where you need to talk to someone and you get in the back of a cab and, and the driver's, you know, friendly and is receptive that you may tell them things you may not even tell like your your friends and family like you get to really confess whatever you're going through so it's not unlikely that or at least unrealistic that you would say something that's going on with you right it's very important you have kidney problems but for this for the driver to say i don't know if does that all happen in one ride well i'm sure they were friends and then they no, I think it all literally, from what I read, um, it really did happen in, I mean, it was a, I think it was like a 40 minute ride from yeah. what I, from what the article said. So it was a pretty long ride and I guess they felt like, not to sound like corny, but like they felt like a friend connection right off the bat. Yeah. Um, and they just kind of like literally hit it off. And I guess that's kind of how they got to One ride, you got a kidney. Yeah, uh, I mean, he had to go through the testing and all that yeah. stuff for it, but 
yeah. you, you don't think no, they just he, he didn't just go into the bathroom and figure it out? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. It was gonna, here, here you go. Hey, let's drive to the hospital right now. Let's <laughs> do a little detour. I mean, wow, that's amazing. Uh, it said it said it was a few weeks later is when the actual donation happened. Yeah, right. Because yeah, yeah, like Gary said, they got to do the match. They got to do all. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I wonder, you know, when he was talking, I wonder how deep, if they got detailed enough where he kind of knew he'd be a good match. I don't even know if that, that's a thing. Going above or, and beyond for your Uber. Uh, like, that's crazy. I mean, like, I've had some good people in my car, but I don't think I'm donating body parts to anybody. I, I, one thing I was going to say, I love this story. I love it. I, it's, it's a great humanity story. I love it. But, I mean, personally, I'm not being selfish, but just in case anything with my son or anything like i probably wouldn't give mine up unless it was to a family member or a dear friend right because and i don't mean that mean against the guy at all i just mean like what happens if like the next week my son needed something yeah but i see with thomas in the comments an instant bond it must have been a strong a very strong bond to even suggest to help yeah and sometimes yeah you can meet someone and it just couldn't you connect really quickly. So, um, yeah, it's a very, very powerful story. That's it. I, 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 when I was reading, I'm like, wow, talk about a true selfless act, like putting yeah. someone's life um, in your hands and to be able to say you saved someone's life based off of your kidney is a pretty powerful thing for this gentleman. So, you know, hats off to this Uber driver who yeah. did this completely selfless act. Yeah. Oh yeah. Apparently, apparently the guy that donated the kidney also moved to Germany. So yeah, and it looked like he was in yeah. the military. So yeah. it looked like he was moving around a lot. You know what I don't like about this story is that Uber should have given him money. Oh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, we should have given him a kidney. I'm like, how are they gonna do that? But yeah, something. No, but like Uber should Uber, have Uber Connect, Hannibal. Him. We'll get a, we'll get yeah, a kidney. Like, I mean, they do. They they waste chameleons every year on advertising promotions. I mean, they could have done something around this that actually would have helped them too. Yes, it would have. Yeah. And this was like, just, and it wasn't like, recent. And from what the article said, it was like two years ago, and somehow it's just coming. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. End of twenty twenty one. Still, I gotta say, like that's one of the most. Uh, you know, that's one of the most the best gig worker story. It is the gig best gig worker story. Yeah, you can. I don't think you can top that. Yeah, how do you top that? I don't know. I mean, we've heard about people saving other people, or. Yeah, you know, so saving lives, but that one's like a that one's a big decision. It's not a oh my god, that car's on fire. Let's go drag the person out. But can you imagine well, going home to your spouse and say, "Hey, honey, by the way, um, while I was this really cool passenger, passenger <laughs> and I'm going to test to see if I can give him my kidney. How do you think about that? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, one, that's why I was wondering about the family thing when you said he was in the service. Maybe he doesn't have a lot of family. Maybe he's Maybe. not married. Maybe he doesn't have family. Yeah. You know. I just know if I went home to my husband, he'd be like, you did what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe why he moved to Germany because he told her and she's like, get out. <laughs> she's like, I didn't know you were stupid. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not stupid. It's kindness. Right. But most people, if you, you can't come home and tell that story no, to your can't. significant you other and expect like, a, oh, my God, you're such a nice person. 
Because they're gonna, gonna be like, oh, they're gonna instantly jump you? into not not negative and not saying like nobody should do that for anybody, but they're gonna jump to be like, wait a minute, are you yeah. on drugs? Yeah. Did, did, like, oh, do you owe money to somebody? <laughs> are you in trouble? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, my my biggest thing about trying to like, uh, I'm a, I'm an organ donor after I die. Because what if I donate my kidney and then something goes wrong with my other one and now I need a kidney? You gotta take it back. Yeah, I'm like, hey, give it up. I need it back. <laughs> I need it back. <laughs> yeah. Recall. Yeah, recall. <laughs> so I, I mean, it's it's a brave guy to do that. I'm just saying because oh, like yeah. I, I think military, of that kind man. of stuff. I all jokes, that. all joking aside, man, that was the the what the nicest story I've seen yeah. ever. So. Um, I'm not even going to touch it with humor, even though we do a lot of humor here because it's just, it would be evil, you know? Um, but okay. So I want to talk about, (laughs) there's this story on, it's from NBC news. It's on the performance of, um, basically it's on autonomous, but it's on autonomous in San Francisco Bay area specifically. And they're deal- there's a lot of reports in here, too, that you can go look at and, like, what the, um, let's see, like, what the uh, um, the three-page guide that police, that the San Francisco police have on how to handle this. You can see that. You can see all these different things on here. But they, uh, and it's the post from April 2nd on uh, rideshareradio.com. But you guys, so it's talking about how, like, um, and they only touch on the fact that drivers uh, or that autonomous has, has been at fault a couple times. It talks about how like in San Francisco, like if anybody gets in a, in an accident with um, autonomous, they get to uh, basically they or not get to, they hit and run, they leave. <laughs> and the autonomous con- company to date has never pressed one charge on anybody that's hit and run and they have their plates. Because there's a thing in place where even though they did kind of what they did with AB5, and thank you, Thomas, for that was a touching story. But even though they did what they did with AB5, what they didn't do, and this is what I was finally trying to get at, was they never got the permission of the drivers of the city of San Francisco to have these cars on the road. So therefore, even accident code in California says both drivers well, there is no driver in this, and there's no definition behind it. So it's a no fault, but the fault is on the robot. Well, but if like I'm talking about where the where person was at fault, like there's been some of these rear end. Oh, okay. One of the stories I was reading was like pretty awful. Like this, uh, here there's there's a bunch in here, but there was one that <laughs> this guy says, uh, um, okay, here it is. So I can't, I actually can't find the exact story, but it was, he basically came up to a stop sign going too quick and hit the car mm-hmm. at the uh, cruise. Yeah. And then he decided, wait a minute, I don't want that thing to follow me. So he backed up about 30 feet and gunned it and t- turned it to the right and shoved the cruise off the road. <laughs> and then he passed it. And the, and, and the police department said, do you want to, they contacted Cruz and said, do you want to, press charges or do you want to deal with this and they're and they're and they're like no because they can't right there's nothing they can do there's not a driver so 
one of the things that mentions in this article is that like people in San Francisco, first of all, I know the city very well and I don't know where you could do this, but it says that people often do donuts. I was like, no, they don't. And that would be the hardest city to do a donut in. First of all, I, I know those it's a very condensed no city. Like it's a lot, but it's very, and it's, it's hilly. And... It's super hilly too. I mean, there's no way that people yeah. are doing, I've never seen one person do a donut. Maybe they're talking about like a U-turn or something. I don't know. But regardless, it seemed like just a way to put it up. But my point, <laughs> what I found funny was that the fact of that, like this is this happens a lot and nobody sticks around. And like the company had to be told, and they said that they're gonna they're gonna make it happen over the next three months to put their phone number for accidents on the side of the door. I was gonna ask though, like, like what's the opposite? What's the opposite? Like say that the self-driving car like hits me and I get into an accident with it. Like how does my insurance company file a claim to get my money back from. You're probably getting a lot more than your money. Yeah. Because like they're, they're way, they have way more insurance than a regular car does. That that's probably why they don't make a claim for you hitting them because they just claim under their insurance and get a a ton of money. But I'm also talking about again. You're going to deal with that. There's no driver. Right. If you get a good lawyer, you're going to get tons of money out of this. And they're, right. and, and, and they're probably it. just going to settle with you first right. chance they get, anyways. Because once we get, once they get to court, they're going to be subpoenaing all kinds of stuff that they they don't want out there. I just found it very interesting that there's like dozens. Like this year alone, to date, there's only there's eight. Last year there was like 32 or something. In San Francisco Bay Area, not one of them was reported. The person left every time because they looked at the car and they said, oh, there's no driver. It's self-driving. I mean, so some of the people even stopped and were like, what do I do? And then there's no phone number, nothing. It just says cruise on the side. These people are like, I don't know. I'm just leaving. I don't care. Now, there's a quick Google search here. says that there's over 28,000 hit and runs in L.A. each year. Right. Well, this is San Francisco, but I'm just talking about the, I mean, the, we're only talking about the dozens that are out. Well, well, I, out I know, night. but, but I'm saying like, you're talking about eight or 32. I mean, there's still 27,000, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with people in the car. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So, so there's you, actually you probably going to stop when nobody's in the car. Come on. <laughs> so, right. The eight or 32 is like in LA, for human hit and runs, it's probably like not even an hour's worth. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm just, I think it's, I, I, I never even, you know, I'm always looking at these different angles. I never really thought about that. That's pretty interesting that like every single person drives away. Oh yeah. I mean, you look inside, nobody's in there. You're like, okay, I don't know what to do. And but these are all yeah. like most of the ones, all these that I was reading about are all where the driver, the human driver was at fault too. Oh, and they just leave. Uh, a lot of people though, they probably look at it like, oh, it's autonomous. They don't know who I am. They drive off thinking. Right. And in this happen. article, and, there's and, like, and you know, true. we have 32 cameras going on them. So right. we have the plate on everyone. Right. They just don't prosecute because there's no driver. It's <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's it's 
a drop in the bucket for them though insurance and i know i guess i guess i just find it funny like because you know like it's you know they would prosecute but here's another thing if if they decide to prosecute and then the other party says no it wasn't my fault it was your fault Right. Now it's a court battle. There's subpoenas involved. There's a lot of stuff. It's just easier to or say. Even, hey, or even when you say, rentals. like, hey, hey, we need to prosecute. We need to make a claim on this. Okay, who was driving? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the part. That's not the part that is why they're not. I guarantee you that's not. Because well, if, no, I, but if you I have, park but my you, car, if look, I park my but, car on the street and you run into it, I can still prosecute you for hitting it. I don't sure. have to be in the car. Right. You know, I, I just think it's probably a lot of stuff that they don't want to deal with legally. But these are cars that are moving, too. They're not parked cars. So, Well, they're the same difference, though. You don't have to be in a car. I mean, it, for example, if I drive if down my the road, jump, moving, jump I out be of my in car. Because my car isn't <laughs> autonomous. So. Well, I know. But here's the thing. Like, if I'm driving down, a, <laughs> driving down the road on a highway and I jump out of my car and you still rear-end my car, you are still at fault. Yep regardless if i'm in the car or not yeah i guess i the big the biggest takeaway from this that i had again just didn't think about it was that again like ab5 they didn't put it to a vote they didn't ask the people of san francisco are you cool with these cars they just made a a five-person decision and said yeah they're going to be okay with this i mean they, they you think they would if they had the vote if they had they, the vote, oh they would have said assume, hell no you sure yeah yeah, I'm assuming, you know. Unless they were getting some kind of perk, like monetary mm. perk. Right. I mean, why would you allow autonomous testing? You have some to benefit. Perk like I said, it had to have been free or something. Where I mean, because when they get to the safety parts that would come up in the city, like, well, are they safe? Not really, but... <laughs> <laughs> we try. <laughs> it's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know, man. I I just find it interesting. These are that, the little nuances. The, the people, like, though, oh, okay. they they can't blame the autonomous companies. They have to blame the people that they voted in, right? You know, because autonomous companies asked for permission. Most cities, though, like, dude, if you tried to pull that in Denver, Boulder, like, I can't speak for every city, but like, it would get a lot of attention before it was just like backroom passed, like Newsom's bills. <laughs> You know, he just he just goes in the back room on a Saturday night and comes out with a bunch of weird laws. Exactly. <laughs> like it's, it, it works, man. It works, I guess. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I passed these while I was taking a dump. <laughs> um, and then we have screwed. I love I love Vice. I don't read it enough anymore. Um, and I don't have each. Is it on HBO? I think it is. I don't have HBO to watch it anymore. I used to like a lot of the vice stuff, but the, the article screwed. So this is just crazy. Uber claws back double pay from drivers after April fool's glitch. Now this gets really weird. So you got people posting screenshots between March 31st and April 2nd. So like one driver says, uh, one driver posted a screenshot of Uber's message uh, uh, to Reddit it reads, an incorrect overpayment was made to your account due to a technical error. You received duplicate earnings for certain trips between 3.31 and 4.2. Um, the, mess- the message then says the Uber that Uber would be subtracting 75.86 from the driver's account to correct the erroneous payment. 
So yeah. another another oh. person puts the screenshot of ninety four thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I mean, all kinds of these, but then it, where, where was I seeing one that was just, it was kind of ridiculous. Like there was somebody who was keeping some records. Um, some, one person says they gave me mine back at first call also depends on the amount that they took. Um, Texas driver of eight years, uh, um, called in and, uh, said the app was glitching on the 31st only, uh, was only telling her the distance of the restaurant, but not the restaurant name. We all called Uber support. They said it was fixed. Um, but after the glitch was fixed, their base pay was higher than normal. Um, so we all, we all worked, uh, we all worked and took the orders. We probably would have, uh, would have taken if it wasn't for the high or wouldn't have taken it if it wasn't for the high pay. She had 44 deducted from her account. Um, delivered through a blizzard i mean some of these people are saying they're saying it's just exact duplicates but some of these people are going no that's not right like there's this jacqueline person who's uh, said that um said her pay on the 31st came out to 168.72 which uh factors in her base pay her base fare and tips she then got a message on uh, april 1st that for the march 31st earnings they were taking 53.16 back so it's not like this was a clean disruption. It was like a bait and switch. Like it just seemed like Yeah, but like maybe some people did get doubled up on, but like some of these if anybody was keeping track, it seems like there were a lot of people who just had random stuff going on. Like dude, that doesn't make sense and I got proof. There's yeah. a lot of drivers who got that message and what from what I've seen is it's very unclear. Like it doesn't give you any breakdown. It literally just gives you this is how much we're deducting because we're gonna overpayment. It right. Do you like a time frame? It doesn't tell you exactly on what day, exactly what order. It's kind of like yeah, figure it out on your own. But we're still taking the and that's money. and that's one of the biggest takeaways from the article too, Kim, yeah. is that like everybody in their own way, whether they said it or not, um, was saying that you guys why in every every one of these in, incidents is a, so um uber so while it said that uber accidentally overpaid this certain person base fare she says the problem is uber's email provides no transparency or accountability um sometimes fail uh final pay can be larger than expected because of tips so nobody got any breakdown of what mm-hmm. happened you just, just had an amount to- subtracted out of your account yeah, and we're just supposed to take Uber yeah. Eats or Uber's word that what they say is law. And you're like, wait, what? I don't know. To me, if the if there was a problem on Uber Eats end, they should have ate the problem because they're the ones who caused the problem. The drivers 100%. didn't cause the problem. 100%. And like, there are people matching their upfront pays and saying, no, here's what I was paid. Here's my 11 upfront pays screenshots. They equal what I got, and then you took sixty bucks out. What are you doing? Yeah. So it's almost like they just went into like they. I'm sure they had an, a mistake, but they seem to like go take it out on every driver. Yeah. That was in an affected area and said, you know what? Well, we're just going to take this huge amount out of everybody because we we're not, we're not really sure who got disrupted. I mean, this to me was the ultimate slap. Like I would be livid. 
I, I would be living too. I'm I'm very I didn't work Uber uh, very much last week at all. So But it's a three day period a, too. I know. I wasn't affected. I mean, come on, Uber. Time. Like seriously. March thirty first, April first, yeah. April second, you kept it like nobody noticed it? Well, how I, I just don't I just don't get it because even on April first they're dealing with these. So I mean if it's that off, if it's that screwing up, fix it. A couple people that I talked to that it actually happened to, like they actually went into like their individual um, orders to see if they saw something like out of whack or, you know, like say they said the trip was supposed to be $24 and it ended up being $26. So that way they can say, okay, well, maybe it wasn't, you know, a hidden tip. It was because there were, but there was like none of that in their account, what their accounts were showing was like the actual thing that got paid was like, it was all equaling up. So they couldn't even figure out where it was coming from. So I don't know. I, to me, it's Uber Eats' problem. Uber Eats should eat it up. I mean, we didn't do it. as drivers. Also the non-transparency, not yeah. showing people how, like, I mean, come on, guys. If you're going to pull a bunch of money out of somebody's account, at least show us line item this stuff. Show you, show what you're doing. Show your math. You can't just say, eh, 68.57. Right. See, I, I think it'd be a little bit better if, if they did the line item and said, hey, you know, we were supposed to pay you $26 for this one, but we actually paid you $31. So we had to take back the extra $5. Yeah. You yeah. know, things like that. I, I agree there. If they would have done that, you know, so... But now, is is anybody getting their money back on this? Not if they took it. I mean, because then it gets into the Uber Eats drivers uh, signed contracts with clauses forcing them into arbitration and uh, and precluding a class action. So um, it's it's it says it's very so, it's 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 unlikely they will be able to pursue claims. right. And and I I quickly read through the story too, and I didn't see anything in here that said that they were overpaid after the fact. So the the issue could actually been on the upfront fares part of it as well. So even right. screenshotting something wouldn't have mattered, according to Uber. Because Except for that's where I'm gonna get. That's where right. I'm gonna say tough, dude. And right. like Kim was saying, pay them because if they, yeah. dude, then they shouldn't have to screenshot if if they were accepting. If we've gone to upfront offers and they're accepting <clears> it based on that. You have to pay them. Now, yeah. see, I personally, I've just been in a habit for the past three years that I've been on YouTube. I screenshot every single order because usually I was putting them in videos and I just got into a habit. You take it, I got an order, I screenshot it. But most people don't have that, like they don't have that mentality, screenshot an order, screenshot an order. Like they just take orders, take orders. Like that's not a practice that every driver usually does because you trust the company you're well i don't say working for lack of better word you trust the company that you're an independent contractor for that they're doing the right thing and when stuff like this happens it's like nope <laughs> well here's the thing this ain't the first time this ever has ever happened it probably won't be the last time i mean no. there's a reason there's a reason why both my apps automatically take screenshots of your request for people because it, this has happened so much over the years that people kept requesting and requesting it that I finally added it. So it, it, I, I don't know what we can do to combat it, though, because even taking screenshots and sending those, we still don't get our money back. Yeah. That's, that, and that's my point. You can't call a lawyer. 
yeah. so much stickiness with the damn gig economy, man. You know, like, you know, we all hate regulations, man, but we need some kind of like, we need some language here. It's like, <laughs> hey, if they show you a bunch of stuff and then say, hey, we didn't mean to show you that, we need half of it back. Tough. They got to pay you. <laughs> like, <laughs> simple stuff. You know, because I guarantee, like, everybody, I guarantee, was seeing these up front, whether they were taking screenshots or not. I'm going to be devil's advocate. How do we even know that there was a problem? Like, we're literally right. taking their word for it that there was a problem. How do we actually know that there was a problem? Well, my guess but is if you saw a double pay, like, if you made 230 bucks and you're like, okay, I'm going to call it a day and you got paid for 60 I get that, well, but well, from we what get everybody that, was but saying, like, yeah, these are regular orders that coming yeah. through that are matching up. Like they're showing twelve bucks, they get paid twelve bucks, right? You know, it, it's not like it's anything out of the ordinary. I, I guess. Well, it's, it's it says that many of the instances were duplicates, so those might have been behind the scenes. You didn't see them, but I have a feeling that a lot of it was upfront pricing done wrong. And they just right. don't want to like they're not, they're really not sure how to deal with it, I guess. But but that's that goes back to Kim saying, "How do we know that was really true?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we just have to trust. Or why did you even alert us to it? True. You know? Well, they had to alert you because they took the money back. Right. Crazy. I don't know. To me, this is like this is really crossing lines, though. You don't you don't yeah. mess with people's money. I mean, like we well, all we all can like complain about how much we get paid on the apps, but if they're doing what they're supposed to and being transparent and showing it to you up front, the very least that you should be expecting is to get paid that. Right. That's what I'm saying. If it came in as an upfront fare, they should eat it. it yeah. Like if it came in as twelve and is really supposed to be six, guess what? Sorry, you showed it to us as 12. We should get 12 because we don't really know. We can't see your back end. We can't see all your algorithms and things. We can't see any of that information. So we don't know if it's really a glitch. Now, yeah. if it came in at, you know, 12 and you paid me 24. I get okay, it. Okay. I, I can see that. Go ahead and take back that extra money. I'm okay with that. I'm not a thief. You know, I get that. I can clearly see the issue. But if I can't clearly see the issue, you cannot clearly take money back from me. Yeah. It's almost like yeah, the same. Yeah, take, taking money away, you need to be as, as transparent and as clear as possible. So there, <coughs> excuse me. So there's no way that you can counter or at least respond by saying this is not true when you, if you're Uber, you bring as much information as possible of what exactly happened. If you're going to take some money out of someone's account. Because uh, that that would stop any kind of argument, right? But um, a lot of the drivers that I saw on Reddit and Facebook were very angry, right? And rightfully so. You yeah. work on the weekend, you know, and whatever the mistakes has happened, it is Uber's fault. And you think that Uber would try to find some way to make it right, but they're not going to make it right. I mean, on April Fool's Day, no less. Yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah, right? that's the bad but part. All serious, though. All seriousness, we're all in it to make money, whether. <laughs> A lot of it is to pay bills. It's to pay a car note. It's to, like, you take $40, you take $90. Like, that's someone's bill money. You're taking money. Like, it's money that you've already, as a driver, accounted for because you think that it's in your account. And you're like, okay, well, but now you have to compensate for the money that they've just taken out of your account. 
I, I don't know. I just, uh, just don't think it's fair. This is, this is why I think every one of them, not as a fast payout type thing, every one of them at least once a day needs to close the books and pay you out. You're an independent contractor. You've already completed all that work. You shouldn't have to wait a week to get a paycheck or pay a dollar or whatever to get it now. Well, they should be closing the books and getting you paid. And that I think that would also have cut down on this because Uber would have closed the books on the 31st and said, wait, we got a huge problem. From what I also know, like even if you had like say like the Uber, the, like the Uber card and got the instant cash out, you're like they can't take the money out of your account, but your account then is in the negative. So now you're kind of working to put your account back in the positive, yep. even though you already have the money. So you're basically at that point working for free because you have to put the money back into your Uber account in order to start getting cashed out again. It's like that was a payday that? loan. Yeah, I guess, I mean, these have all been kind of a little bit crazy stories to me, to be honest. It seems like all these stories have had a very odd twist. Um, so I think we uh, need to start wrapping it up. And Gary's, can we talk about this Wendy's thing? Because everybody hates Wendy's to begin with. I find the pic from the picture to the story, I find pretty funny. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, basically, it's it's a Wendy's, and we all hate Wendy's. We we know we hate Wendy's. Why do we hate Wendy's? Slow. Um, yeah, because they don't ever do anything. And <laughs> and, and online wait time. I, I do want to like just keep going down the list. <laughs> the Major, majority of us hate it because they don't start making the orders until we get there. Yeah. So that increases our wait time and everything like that. A lot of them, they're understaffed, things like that. Well, Wendy's uh, was overrun with DoorDash orders. <laughs> it, it's It was a part of a promotional deal that they had going on, and they just had order after order after order just sitting there because they were understaffed for a promotion that ran between Wendy's corporate and DoorDash, and they did not tell any of the stores about the promotion surprise and and the first I mean, thing I'm, I'm reading this story and and the the funny thing is uh, somebody said i would just quit i would walk out i would quit yep. i wouldn't even <laughs> deal with it i would just walk out and there's a tiktok video on it and at the, at the very end of the tiktok video he goes this is some bullshit <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i was watching the video and i see all these orders i'm like wait why did they make all those orders which because they I'm, don't ever do. Yeah. <laughs> Even like, if they got bombarded, because like you said, they don't make it till you come in. So what were maybe they got so bombarded they're like, look, dude, we can't wait to make these. We gotta start really knocking these. Again, though, it's just it baffles me that I still even question the valuations, but that this multi-million dollar company <laughs> between well, corporate let, let, let and me... Wendy's decides this and doesn't tell anybody. Let, let me try and share this screen here of the, the picture of it here. And you can see, like, look at how many people are in that lobby trying to pick up orders. Yeah. There's never been <laughs> yeah. that many people in a Wendy's at once at, in ever. I mean, I, 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 I mean, there's a lot of people, that, but that could be in a McDonald's. I mean, that's why I just don't like um, picking up some fast food around my area. There'll be 10 people looking on their phones waiting for an order. And we're all wasting our time here. Uh, but can you imagine, like, working at Wendy's and going, 
why are we getting so many DoorDash orders? And they're over. Oh my they, god! Like they like, already did. They're, they're under. They're understaffed anyway, even before oh this, god. right? Like you walk in, it's only a probably maybe a handful. They got to deal with the drive-through, then they got to deal with the people inside the restaurant. So like, I say, like, look, look at this video. Like, there's one, two, three workers, and then oh, why did it stop? And then look how many people there. Like, yeah. <laughs> And what was the promotion? Uh, who likes Wendy's? <laughs> I only I honestly, I don't know how Gary tasted, read this. Like, I, I like their chicken. I, I like their spicy nuggets. That's about it. Like, I read it as like, hey, let's get let's get Wendy's back on the map kind of promotion. And then it just beyond blew up in their face. Yeah, it, it, like, it reminded me. It, it kind of reminded me of when Grubhub did their promotion in New York City. Yeah. When yeah. it bombed. Yeah, that was a terrible idea. But this was even worse because every driver knows not to go to Wendy's. Well, we, we've heard about this promotion, though. <laughs> uh, and I, I know you guys have probably heard about the promotion. Promotion was, it was place free, right? at least $12 and you'll get $30 off on the app. Meaning you could get up to $30 of Wendy's food for free as long as you use the Biggie promotion code. Okay, I would have ordered yeah, then there were but then Why there were people you? at the end who were getting their or, or they they made an order and an hour later it was just being canceled though. Yeah, you'd by have Wendy's that, like they were yeah, just spinning back you? like dude. We're There's somebody standing back to that tablet going nope 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> somebody had a, somebody had a hurt finger that day. I didn't know they could say nope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you guys right. get that? I'm um, sorry. Email from DoorDash the day after. I got an I'm sorry from DoorDash. Email. <laughs> like we we messed up. Yeah. <laughs> if you decide, I think. I think. I think I might actually still have it. But you think like really, really smart people who are running these companies, or is it like you said? There's a sales team, and the sales team is just make is deciding things and not telling anybody else. Like, like I said, they're connecting uh, DoorDash to Wendy's. The sales teams are like, we don't deliver orders. We don't program anything. Who cares? You're going to make this deal? DoorDash is like, yeah, let's try it out. And known people who are actually doing it are not notified. to even oh. be told, hey, this, is this going to make sense? Does it, does it work? Yeah. Okay, so here's the email. This is what it said. I don't know if anybody else got it. It says, an update regarding the recent system outage. That's what they're calling it. It says, yesterday evening, we experienced a temporary outage across DoorDash platform due to overwhelming demand from our Wendy's March Madness profession. The outage affected all users and no orders were able to be processed while the platform was down. We know this impacted your ability to earn on our platform and sincerely apologize for the inconvenience this caused. We are continuing to work every day to make the Dasher and DoorDash platforms more stable and reliable. No, they're not. Thank you for your patience, the DoorDash like, operations team. What was the promotion? You paid $12 and got $30? Like, what was it? Yeah, that's what it said. It says, uh, stated that orders placed of at least $12 would result in up to $30 off on the DoorDash app. Where's the money coming from? That they can throw that money. First off, why? 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 Good question. Why? I, I mean, they're, they're the leader in food delivery. Why are you doing that? And, and secondly, why are you choosing the slowest damn fast food joint ever to do it with you know like 
why couldn't it just be more than one restaurant? Like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna put 10, 15 or something. No, just and why Wendy's. is it just Wendy's? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like they pick it's it's like they, they said, uh, who can we, which which restaurant can we screw over with this deal? Right. That that's what it was. Cause I mean, hit hit a McDonald's. McDonald's would have probably knocked this thing out of the park. Yeah, yeah. I think a I'm lot they did. They 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 make the food before, but yeah. They, t- they uh, took the weak link and just destroyed it. Right. <laughs> but but I mean there's there was no reason for this at all, anyways, because DoorDash is already the market share of food delivery, yeah. you know, and not, the, but not assist the small businesses, right? Some of the smaller right. restaurants that could probably would like a, a bump and right. orders. No, Wendy's because they heard yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> right. national right. national chain. I mean, yeah. Which I mean, which I mean, I get that they had to pick a national chain. I just I don't understand DoorDash thinking like, hey, yeah, we're top dog. Uh, let's go blow shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, can for no reason. Was, can you imagine if it was like Taco Bell? Oof. That's a, that's, a, that's that'll be <laughs> the same situation. Basically, the same. Situation. They're slammed. They can't. They can't keep up. It'll be a disaster in there. Hey, sir, I think they just. I think they just wanted. To, I think they just wanted to take Wendy's out. They just once and for good. Like, look, guys, can you handle this? No, well, we're doing it. Like, like <laughs> and, you know. Like, but okay, before we get out of here, what's up, Sergio? Um, it's also Wendy's related, but it's not. There's a we all know there's a bunch of scams going on. Sophisticated, like this one's called the sophisticated hack. So, guy was picking up Wendy's order, um, got a call from what appeared to be DoorDash support. Knew his name. They knew exactly where he wa- where he was, where he was picking the food up from, and they knew what the order was. And so uh, they sent they sent him emails and texts to verify his identity because the, they were claiming a problem or something, and that he'd be given two codes he had to give back to them. That those two codes allowed them to get into Dasher Direct and empty his account. Right. Eleven hundred dollars, right? Well, this one's eight hundred, and then uh, there's an eleven hundred too. Yeah, this is going. This is a. I guess this they're, they're, they're getting real. The scammers are getting really good now. You're getting crafty. I mean, if yeah. You what I'm kind of curious are, is like, order, dude. I like, mean, that, for that this amount of money, and they're track, they're able to track all the things that we try and track. Like, okay, what? How are you getting into all this data? Seeing where they are, GPS, where they, where they're going, where this order is, how, what's in the order, what's, how are you getting all this? So it's the weakness. What, what do you mean? How are they getting that? All they got to do is place an order. I can place an order right now and then call my dasher and give them all that information. Wow. You think? What are you talking about? I'm the one who but they're placed do- the okay, order. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, I'm just you know obviously it's not one phone and some weird. I mean, this I'm is saying, so like, wouldn't huge, it be a risk? Because there's a lot yourself, of it going on. Yeah, to to place like the order thousand. that you're trying to scam when you not want to be what? Like, that trail of prepaid know. debit card. Yeah, I don't know. What I find interesting, and at least the eleven hundred dollar one, is DoorDash gave him back his eleven hundred dollars. When have you ever heard DoorDash giving back money to anyone? Yeah, they're not giving this guy back his money because he went on news. Maybe before he went on news. I don't know. I I mean, like it's very hard for me to feel bad for people that this happens to, because like it's it's not like it's a new scam. It's not like no. this is the first day of DoorDash. 
I've never had a bank call me and say, Hey, give me your pin number. But people do that all the time. They scammers call, they give them the pin numbers. Like, like I, I don't understand it. Right. So like, I, it's hard for me to feel bad for people that give up their information because every, I, I don't know how many alerts I've had from DoorDash, Uber, Lyft that say, we will never call you to get your information. First off, if the company is calling you, they already have access to everything they need. They don't need you to give them anything. Right. That, I, you know, I never tell anybody how to do what, what to do with their money, but I cash out every day. I'm not leaving that big of a paycheck in my account, even if it does get to someone who ha- you're, you're not going to be tacking 1100 or $800 worth of money out of my account. So it's saying things like, unfortunately, there are a lot of these for sale on uh, on underground forums. I don't know if they're talking about like dark web. Yeah, that's or... what Sergio just posted too. He said the oh, black okay. market is easy to buy information from. Right. So I mean, I don't know if it's that they're literally placing orders, Gary, if they're buying like these batches of people. Well, I mean, somebody has to place the order for the driver to go get it. Yeah. I mean, so the orders are getting placed by somebody. Now, as far as who's buying that information i don't know but somebody is placing an order putting all that information into a system and then whoever's buying it's calling you or that hacker that's doing is calling you uh, i mean but these, these those these, these scammers hackers are making a lot of money yeah, yeah. Like, they are they make, a, lot, a lot of dashers you know like actually this guy got paid back too i just saw i just saw yeah. he did yeah. so he, there's doordash paying him back man but but they shouldn't this stuff shouldn't happen though i mean people I should should you. already have that common sense like hey no company is ever going to call me no banks ever going to call me and ask for my pin numbers the 1100 not that it's an excuse but the 1100 dollar guy i think it was only his like second week on doordash like he was like a brand new driver so i'm wondering if they're actually targeting new drivers because they know experienced drivers already know this well, see, I used to have this, and Steve probably remembers this too. We used to get this back on Uber in 2015, 2016. People would call us, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, we just need to get get authorization and blah, blah, blah. You know, please pull over to a safe spot and cancel and cancel the ride. Blah. No, I just keep driving. And then once I get there, I'd hit arrive, pick up, and I keep driving off. And Because what is the scammer going to do? Scammer going to report me because they wasn't at the location? No. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it, it's not hard not to be scammed. It's just not, you know, and, and I know my wife. And those scams did used to happen with rideshare, too. We talked about right. that a long time ago, those ghost rides where nobody even be in the car. But you, for whatever reason, for the Uber and Lyft tracking, you had to actually do the ride. Right. And, like and you had to drive wife, nobody from right. here to here. My, my miles. wife's probably listening to She's going to hate me for telling you guys this, but. Uh, she had one of those FBI scammers call her, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we got your information, blah, 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 blah. Well, she called me freaking out. Aww. And I'm like, just hang up on them. FBI is not going to call you. They're going to show up right. at your door. Yep. <laughs> no, but I mean, but it's I mean, scary, I've had that call, too, and I've just made fun of them. But I mean, oh, I like that's, that's I, also I'll because I had a little like. Year. You know, I I had known about the scam too, so like I was almost happy it was happening to me. 
Because I was like, oh, really? Because like the first thing they tell you is don't ever pay them any money. And they're like trying to find sketchy ways to get you to give them money. (laughs) It's like, dude, you're not the FBI because I'm not supposed to pay you that way. All right. Just go to the dollar store. Are you kidding? There was one time I did a delivery to this lady's house and it was just supposed to be a simple hand it to me. And I go to give it to her. I'm like, hey, how's it going? And she goes, I think, I, I don't know what to do. I, someone contacting me saying that like they're Tom Cruise and I, I gave them money. I don't think that was the right thing to do. And I'm like, I, here's your food. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, can, <laughs> you can't, you can't even feel bad for them people. I'm like, like really, you, you just Cruise, can't. Really? I actually have a yeah. guess on this. She got a she got an auto call from a bot that was Tom Cruise's voice for Scientology. Maybe, maybe I, I don't know, but still, I can't feel I can't feel. I mean, that's like if you're sending money to a prince in Nigeria and you tell me about it, I'm gonna make fun of you. I just am. Right. If you call me, if you call me from the the Scientology building. I'm going to make fun of you. I just yeah, am. But why would you tell your delivery driver that as you're walking up to someone's house? Like, why would you tell your delivery driver that like we have the magic power to poof your money comes back? Like, I, I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Here's your food. Have a good day. <laughs> good luck with Tom Cruise. <laughs> Change your passwords. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, like that's the only thing I can tell anybody that happens coming across this. Don't give out pin numbers. Don't click in links and emails that you didn't request a password reset from. <laughs> you know this the, the whole new one now. I see it a lot. I probably get like ten of them a day. PayPal. Somebody's trying to get you to pay them, and you didn't order anything. Well, don't pay them because don't even click the link because you didn't order anything. Just stop falling for common sense scams. Or do you guys ever get those texts or even those emails that come through? Um, USPS is trying to deliver a package. Yeah. It hasn't successfully done it yet. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. The other thing too, if I mean, first of all, they'll respond to them. But just so you are aware, always click the to address when it has a name, like Amazon. And look at what the actual address yeah, is. Yeah, so you guys like see how stupid it is. A bunch of bunch of num- random numbers. Yeah. In there, it, like, it, it'll say letters. from like it'll be an Amazon email, but then the from address is a gmail.com. Seriously, yeah, right? It's from <laughs> I'm like, gonna steal something. your money at gmail.com. Like, like dot co dot material, but yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, you know, they used to be way more clever about that in the day because instead of having Amazon.com, it'd be Amazon's dot com and a lot of people didn't catch it you know the extra s on the end now they just like send it from gmail or hotmail and people like yeah let's click it so guys lots i mean there always is but lots of scamming going on lots of, uh... don't fall for it hey you, you uh. know what don't fall for it but if you need help go ahead and send us your social security number right. your credit card <laughs> number and we'll look into it for you <laughs> <laughs> or send us half of what's in your dash or direct account mm-hmm. let us just tell you you got scammed <laughs> we'll give it to a charity and now we only got scammed for half <laughs> <laughs> 
basically, I think what Gary was trying to say, and I'll say, I'll resummarize, is that everything's a scam. Trust yes. no one. Yeah, you'll if you'll you did, know if, you'll you'll know when it's not a scam. Let me say it, it that way. You will. You'll you'll know you if will it's absolutely no because you will have requested something. I need this. Right. Boom! It comes to your email. You know, it's it's not like it, they'll. Oh, we forgot to text you, and you wanted to know this. No, I didn't. Don't click it. Right. You know, like I mean, it, it is pretty simple because they're gonna. This isn't gonna get better. It's gonna get worse. Uh, I mean, <laughs> scams are only around because they're working. That's the only reason why they're still around. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the Prince of Nigeria one for a while, so I'm for guessing while, that he, yeah. his life just got better and he's <laughs> doing okay these days. He's now the king. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean. <laughs> You know, what, what if he was and like really a bunch of people that. saved him? You know, what if it really was a king and that was the best thing he had? And like all of a sudden he's saved. I, I guess not. Yeah, like Christopher Taylor says, it's tax season. Everybody's trying to get your money. Word. You guys, speaking of that, it is tax season. And it's kind of, uh, what are we, 11 days? Yeah. yeah. 11 days, guys. I don't even know if it's the seventh. It should be the no, it's 15th. 18th. 18th. Okay. So, 18th. Okay. so you got 12 days. I know. Cause I still got to finish mine. Dude. Ever, <laughs> you know, gig workers, we are the worst. Um, like Marissa's in here. She's a tax accountant. Um, she, she knows we're the worst. We'd like to put this off until the very end. <laughs> um, until we're just absolutely crushed with it. Cause we, I th- feel like we're all like so strapped down with a million things in our lives, but um, I do think it's better to make that time now. I know it's hard. I know that we all just keep saying, okay, I'm going to fit it in Tuesday. And then Tuesday gets booked and you're just like, I'll get it done. But then you, we all know what happens that weekend crushes up on you and you got to get, and you have to get it done and you might be rushed. And, you know, so make, make, even make an hour, at least get your, you know, or half hour and get your info in there and see what you're missing and stuff. You know, start it, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't know what you use for tools or how you file your taxes, but a lot of gig workers use things like TurboTax and such. You could go in there and start to fill in things and see what they're asking for that you don't have. Because you don't want to do that two days before. So, like Marissa said, she's crushed yeah. with last minute clients. I'm not, I'm not call her on the 17th, but like, yeah, can you help me out? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, file for an extension. No, I'll, I'll have <laughs> That's what she'd tell you, though. <laughs> like, you're out of time, you know? Wait, can I can I just bring them to you in July? <laughs> have you hooked me up while we're on vacation? <laughs> so, um, yeah, you guys, uh, that's. I feel like we covered some good stuff today. And, and we have the God story. The God story is great. Um, <laughs> so um but i feel like we did cover some i mean there's some weird stuff going on uber taking money back from drivers um issues with self-driving cars you know michigan's right to work repeal uh it's just stupid wendy's <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> um but yeah, I guess that's I I guess I think that's a wrap, guys. And uh what do we all got going on here? So Kim. Yeah. Um, 
This what is a I different now. Now you got a different pitch. So I know. Um, I have to rearrange my normal um, pitch. So, okay, what does my week look like? Tuesdays um, are still my 8 p.m. live, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Um, Wednesday is now Money Hungry on the Rideshare Guys um, sh- channel. So go check that out. Our very first show was last night. It's Zach from Zach Drives Traps and myself, and we just talk about um, anything gig work related from food delivery to kind of last mile, shift, Instacart, anything else that's kind of in there. Um, and I had a lot of fun last night, so come check us out. And that's 8 p.m. I mean, yeah, 8 p.m. on Wednesdays as well, 9, 9 o'clock here on Thursdays. Um, I do my own channel my own videos um doing more content based videos lately and getting information out as quickly as possible um i also am a contributor on the rideshare guys so i also have videos being released over there and yeah that's my week that sounds like a lot and family and kid <laughs> and no sleep and yeah. editing and yeah, and like my daughter's on break this week, so that'll be fun. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Hannibal, how about you? What do you got going on? I just make videos. They'll show up when they when I'm ready. <laughs> when it's ready out, so just that's what I do. Doing a lot of shorts for some reason, they seem to do well. So I've um, been doing that every day, and uh, got some videos lined up. So yeah, check out the channel. I'm always doing something. I mean, Hannibal and I did a live on Tuesday, and. Uh... And it was another good one if you guys missed it. I, oh, yeah. I feel like I feel like every time we do one of those, it's really good. So I don't know. Definitely, definitely. Um, I think someone in the comments uh, have it your way. Curry heating up around me now. Steve, if you have if you haven't signed up for Curry, it's probably too late. But you should sign up anyway. <laughs> hopefully, maybe you're able to get on. Um, yeah, now, now you have time. Curry just put out ratings, so they'll be deactivating people eventually. You got time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you're not if you're not active, they will soft deactivate you. You have to get back on. But construction is heating up around my area. I'm sure tons of areas. You know, you know, spring is here. A lot of people are building stuff. A lot of construction materials need to be moved to one place to the next. So sign up for the app if you can. Hopefully, it's not too late for you. <laughs> really, Josh? God, Josh. <laughs> like, really, Josh? I, 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 I told him how tall you were, Kim, when we met. <laughs> I am small. I don't know what else to tell you. Shout <laughs> out to Josh. Awesome, dude. Uh, <laughs> really? Not for that joke. Not that joke, Kim. I'm just saying in general, I meant to be. <laughs> yeah, Hannibal actually did get to meet Josh. Yeah. <laughs> and Gary, you weren't here last week. Ran the Gig Wars commercial. Right. Um, had red on on Friday, um, for because you and Tom uh, both had things going last Friday for Driver Nation. Right. So I just kind of did a thing with red on the gig wars. Lots of information came out. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty stoked on that app. I don't know how much time you're putting into that app. On well, top I've, of your I've other stuff, last but... Friday a lot now because what stuff she said was supposed to be like future stuff. <laughs> Oh, you were watching and taking notes like, wait, no, we can't do that. No, I went, I went back and watched it later. I was like, we don't have that. We don't have that. That's like two months from now. We don't have this. Chop, chop. Yeah, oh. so like, get, 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 to, get to work. <laughs> but I mean, it seems, I, I got to tell you, like, I mean, I already, we asked you 
two weeks ago and I've talked to you about it, but I mean, that was a pretty deep dive I did with red on it. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I, I have like high hopes for this. Oh yeah. It's, it's coming along nicely. Uh, you know, we're still in beta mode of course, and we all know what that means, <laughs> but I mean, Not like I, I really do have high hopes for this though. I think that a lot of gig yeah. workers will use this. Yeah. I mean, once, once we get everything rolling out, like currently we're working on the stuff that she was talking about last week, um, getting that implemented, you know, like the YouTubers verifications and things like that. So that way people know it's really you and not somebody pretending to be you. Uh, you know, we're working on getting more active wars going, uh, things like that. So it was mentioned <clears throat> on a Facebook group the other day, the gig wars app. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I forget yeah, by I mean, who it, it wasn't anybody I recognized. Somebody, I mean, obviously Red or somebody should put it on Reddit because that's when it get it'll make its way to all well, the groups. We want it out there, but we don't want it out there because it is in beta. So right. once we once we get out of beta phase, then everybody's gonna have to uninstall their current app and download the new app. Yeah. And, and and so that's why we I think we got it more than enough handful of people now to test every, all the functionalities, make sure everything's working properly and things like that. So, I mean, like I, I don't want 5,000 beta users. It, it would, I was it, just going to no. say, cause I forget that, you know, the you're like, I downloaded it. I created a profile right. if you didn't see it. So, but I mean, like I forgot that I wasn't doing it from the Apple store. I'm doing it from Android, or, but through the, uh, what's the, the oh, app test called? flight, test flight. Yeah. Your test right. when I saw this flight, I was like, Oh, okay. So, so yeah. I know that it's got to be sitting on a server at your house or something. No, no, test flight's actually the actual server for Apple, it's their beta oh, okay. versions. So, it's actually through still through Apple, they still have to approve the app and approve everything like that. Apple's very controlling, yeah. So, e even they even tell me what I can beta test, what I can't beta test, okay. you know. And so, but once it rolls out to the Play Store, you're gonna have to delete it off you're going to have to delete your version off of test flight or off your phone and then go download it from the app store. You yeah. Know? So hopefully in another week or two, uh, we'll, we'll get it over there to the app stores and things like that. I just want to make sure that it's, everything's running smoothly. We don't have any input errors. Everything's displaying correctly. Things like that. I, I <clears throat> want to say thanks to Gary and his wife for visiting all of us last week. It was a blast having him in our area and thanks for visiting gary yeah it was fun i was glad i got to see everybody yeah yeah you even got to experience hannibal's crazy ass new york city hannibal i forgot to tell you this we got lost on our way home did you really we did like like I went up and asked the cop. I was like, hey, how do I get back to home? How do I get out of the city? <laughs> how do I get back yeah. home? <laughs> and he, he was like, hey, go in this building, go down to the path thingy and, and hop on and follow whatever that says. I'm like, okay. So we get down there. We, we had no clue where to go for one. So, but we bought a single ticket and we get on the, on the, on the subway. And, uh, you know, we're like, we don't know which stop to actually get off at. So oh, we're, at, we're trying really? to ask New Yorkers. <laughs> And one guy, one guy, and the first off, it's like 5 30 in the afternoon. So this the subway is packed full of people. Yeah. You know, and so we're talking amongst ourselves. And the guy goes, Where y'all trying to get off? We were like, Oh, we're trying to get Hobo. He goes, Oh yeah, next stop, just get off. 
and it's right there. You hop on the next train, you go. We're like, okay. So we hop off, next stop, and then there's no other train at all. Like the other side of the track is shut down. <laughs> so we, we go find another cop, and she goes, oh, yeah, you just got to get back on the train you just got off of, go down another stop, then get off, then go across the tracks, get on another train, follow that for two stops. And I'm like, okay, but this train that we just got off of has to go all the way down, then go all the way back to New York City, and then come all the way back again. That's going to take like two hours. (laughs) (laughs) So we just grabbed an Uber. We grabbed an Uber. It took us like 20 minutes to get to our cars. Sounds like still. Yeah. But I mean, (laughs) after experiencing that, I'm like, if I had to do this shit every day, I would literally, whatever job I have, I'd quit and I would move. People are moving. (laughs) People are moving. (laughs) Yeah. If you had to leave the, you mean if you had to leave the city? Oh, yeah. If I had to get on it and go for more than one or two stops, yes, I I would, I would leave. (laughs) I would. Because, like, just think about it. If, if you have to go to New Jersey, you know, you're spending an hour, hour and a half on the subway every day. Yeah. There's people who work just just one way. Yeah, who work uh, from, uh, you know, they work in a city and they're in Jersey and they travel back yeah, and people forth. People commute from my area. You know my area now. People commute from my area every day into the city. You know what, though, Kim? You was a little misleading, though, on that time frame to get to Hoboken. 36 minutes. Then you went during non-traffic time, my friend. <laughs> I went first thing in the morning. Well, that's probably why. And in fact, leaving there at 6 p.m. only took us like 33 minutes to get home. That's after rush hour traffic. <laughs> Try doing that at four to like six p.m. <laughs> so, but it um, was great. I got to see everybody. Got to see Hannibal. Got to see Kim, Josh, Red. Uh, stopped in St. Louis. Seen Hannibal. Not Hannibal. Pedro. I uh, seen Flex. We, we look. We look similar. Yeah, yeah similar. <laughs> Same person, right? Um, before we get out of here, do we do we have an answer on this? I don't want. Yes. To give one. We we do. It's not a set date, but it's July, is what he told me. <laughs> Pedro needs. To let me ra- let me raise that down. Yeah, Pedro needs July. To start putting that together. Start the whole month. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Can right. tell you where? Because at this point, he may just go. He might as well back to say, like, just doing the thing with us. Like, hey, we might as well just thing. take a dart and throw it somewhere. I don't know about all that, but. Uh, <laughs> Now, I, I think he is shooting for, I think he said uh, Nashville uh, sometime in July, but not the first week. And I told him if it's the last week, we can't make it, Steve. Of yeah. course, we're yeah. busy. So so maybe the second or third week. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. How much flying by, too? Like, we're already in April. I feel like yeah, April. we're already in April. And that's the thing. You got to give gig workers time, you know, Airbnbs, travel, and all that good stuff. And and just FYI too, I when I talked to to Pedro last week, and I um, we were talking about something else, but I asked I I I know that he was on one of these roundtables with us when Atlanta Delivers was here, but he said in more as like a panelist, he's like he's never been on this show as our guest, so he's going to come on this month. I told him pick a Thursday, man. We don't I don't even care, just pick one. And so he said he will. So maybe when he comes on here, we can make him. Make a date that give, give us a date. We can strong <laughs> arm. Strong Wait, arm if him. when this is, you don't have a date, it's not happening. <laughs> we, yeah. We're gonna have yeah. to just take it over. 
We'll, we'll hack his website, change the dates to whatever we want, put in the location. I mean, it's a big undertaking, you know, so I don't know. It is. I mean, it is. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's a lot that's got to be done. You got to find venues, locations. Uh, you got to get sponsors, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, I didn't have the exact answer on that. I kind of know that he's that he still wants to do it. Um, but, you know. Right. I guess I guess we'll see. I don't know. It's it it is like Gary said. It is starting to get a little late, even to make those kind of arrangements. So, <laughs> um, but I'm sure he's got some things in mind. So uh, I guess we'll leave it with that. Um, thank you, panel. Thank you, everyone watching tonight. I saw a lot of chat, and I uh, I just I, I, he didn't I, pay I, attention to any of you guys. Uh, I saw some of it. None. I did though. Well, Gary wasn't flagging anything, so I don't even know. I did flag a couple and you just kept <laughs> reading past the story. I was like, oh, okay. whatever. <laughs> I can either do one or the other. I guess I'm not the best multitasker when it comes to online. I don't know. Um, but uh, thank you guys for joining us um, tomorrow night, driver nation. And, uh, and then Saturday and then, Oh, on Wednesdays, I got a new show that's called the last mile. Um, it's, um, just last mile services, Curry, uh, Freight, uh, Dispatch, Beho, Amazon Flex, you name it. Uh, next week is was supposed to be this week was cargo vans, but we're pushing it to next week will be Gig Geezer. So I've kind of had one guest on per week and where I kind of open. I'm trying to find the format, but it's all last mile services. If you are doing any or you want to do some, come join us. Um, we'll be talking about some cargo van stuff and... Uh, and comparing it to like my SUV paints, seeing kind of what what goes on in that in that switch, because that's a switch I've actually looked at doing is looking into a cargo van, so or a Sprinter van. But um, but yeah, if you guys want to, I say on that show a little differently than the other shows I do, where I say, hey, this isn't about you know we're not we're not here to to exchange stories. We're not here. We're just here to make money. You want to make money? Come to Wednesday. <laughs> nice. it's about making the most money on gig apps with your time um if you're willing to do expend a little more work and try some new things out so um yeah that said uh we will see you when we see you uh i'll be chat gpting left and right guys so <laughs> see what that, this can do for me and uh yeah we'll see you soon thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week if not before peace you